What's up, everyone? It's Tweak or Gavin. Whoa. Switching it up. It's Chuck or Charles. It's a, that, you know, Marcus is in the hot seat every week. It, you never know what's good, what Gavin's going to say. Yeah. It's Matt or has. By the way, what's going on, guys? It's good to see you all. Obviously, you can see we don't have Marcus this week. We miss him. He's in the middle of moving his entire family, so uh, it's taking a little while. It's a, it's a process. Moving always is, especially when you got a kid, a wife, all that stuff. So we missed you, Marcus, man. Missed you last week. I missed you again this week, but we'll catch up soon. Uh, yeah. What's going on, guys? Uh, I wasn't here last week. I uh, hope you guys – I listened to the episode, though. It was great. Uh, loved... it, it's Thank kind you. of a weird thing because, like, calling out sick to the episode or whatever, you get to listen to it later. It's like you get rewarded for not showing up, which is, like, not how it should work, but it's pretty nice. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of Smash lately, some good Smash. We had Genesis Black. We have Watch the Throne coming up. We had a couple other, like, California locals happen around that time. And we also had Honey Pot happen. So there's a lot of Smash. I watched a little bit of everything. Um, I've also been playing a bit of Smash. Just, I'm just feeling good. I'm excited to see everyone uh, this weekend. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing all right. How about you, Charles? Oof, I'm not gonna. I'm oh. not gonna sugarcoat it. Yeah, yeah. Watch the Throne has been very stressful, but yeah. it's for the people. So by the people for the people, right? So I'm I'm really excited for it coming up. Obviously, we're getting towards the home stretch part, so a lot of stuff coming in. My merch came in. Yo, let's go. Yeah, look at that. Flash tweak tops. You let's got, go. It you got Diddy cool. on the throne, the Belmont yeah. axe, the Marth sword, L Marcus. Uh, and the fox, the fox gun at the foot of the yep. throne. I love that design for B. She did such a good job. Yeah, it's great. Check them out. They're still in the store. The store's still live, by the way. We're trying to sell those. Yes. And we, for Watch the Throne, one of the important pieces is uh, the jackets. The bomber jackets are limited edition. We only have so many of them. So make sure you buy them uh, ASAP because, yeah, they're going pretty fast. Absolutely. Yes. To my understanding, there we're only selling about like, uh, like 100, I think. So the first 100 is where we... Like that's the limited part about it. So if you guys are interested in the bomber, that's essentially like the big piece of merchandise that we put a lot of time in terms of design and stuff like that. Obviously, like all the other stuff put a lot of time into designing as well. But that is essentially like the, I guess, best piece of merch. I guess it just, I guess it depends on what you need, right? Uh, it depends on what kind of merch you like. But we tried to have a little bit of everything for everyone there. So yeah, but I mean, home stretch coming through. I mean, very stressful. We're having a lot more meetings and stuff like that. But we want to make sure this event goes great. And so far, so good. So a lot of work, but everything's looking good. Can't wait to fly in in a couple of days from now. And I don't know. It, it, it's crazy that it's this close. Um, I don't know. We've been planning this tournament for so long that yeah, actually a couple of days away from us like flying in and actually it's, been a while, yeah. it's on ground. And it's going to be a great way to end the year. Uh, I know Smash has been going through a lot the last past couple of years, but I have a lot of faith in this event. And I think everyone's going to come together and have a great time. And I'm, there, there's a lot of uh, things I'm excited for, too. Like watching Bloom compete against all these top-level players, right? I think Bloom has had his shot against specific players at specific tournaments. But at this Invitational-style bracket, you get to get so many matches with top-level players. And Bayo is a character that's kind of been on the uptick, right? We've been seeing a lot more Bayo coming out from, like, Bloom and Lima. And even some other Bayo players at other tournaments as well. So, like, Frog and, and you know, there's a bunch of other Bayo players, amazing Bayo players. So Yeah, it's, it's cool that Bayo has a spot. Yeah, yeah, it, it is cool. Considering Bayo was, like, one of the characters that we were like, wow, I mean, could be, like, one of the worst characters in the game. But, I mean, eventually, ABK yeah. started uh, getting spammed, and, well, look at where we are now. And I want to I wanna point out, we only have one character duplicate 
it's probably one of the worst character duplicates. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sugarcoat it, right? Like yeah. we have two Sonics, but I mean, other than that, amazing character diversity. So, and I mean, Sonic yeah. is a strong character, so it's no surprise to see yeah. like Sonic two Sonics qualifying. Look, we didn't invite them, right? They had to earn it. They earned it. They got in. All right. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Ken, I mean, Sonic's at this point will be an invite no matter what. Like, just he's like top three, whatever. Yeah, exactly. This year, I think we made the list. Yeah. Right, right. Because when we, well, let, we can, we can even talk about when we made the list. Uh, It was like Mm -hmm. maybe quarter two of this year. It, It was very, it was after Proto had the amazing run at Summit. So, we mm-hmm. we like thought about different players and stuff like that. So when we thought about this list, that's why Sonics wasn't a base invited player because I feel like this year is when Sonics really proved like, oh hey, I am top five skill wise and result wise, right? To our point, or to our credit, Mia also was not an invited player. <laughs> Mia had to earn their way in to the brat. It was through yeah. SmashCon, right? Yes, SmashCon. Yeah. Yeah. So at times uh, things have, and, and we see it all the time in Smash, like from the beginning of the year, to the end of the year, shit changes so much, man. It really does. It's, it's like seasons, dude. It never stays the same. Everything can be changing, but I'm so excited to see you guys. I haven't seen you guys since, yes. Jesus, when's the last time I saw you guys in person? SmashCon? Maybe. Holy shit. Yeah. Might might be SmashCon. Were you at Gommel? Was it Gommel? I was not at Gommel, no. I was not at Gommel, no. Oh, wait. Yeah, I was. Me and you were at Gommel, Gavin. Yeah, I think it, that's when last We're on the cruise. Yeah, that's the last time I saw you. Like no, 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 I'm, no, no, not Gommel. I'm sorry. I was thinking of uh, Battle BC. Battle BC is what I was thinking of, but Smash Cut oh. was more recent than that. It's been a minute, I think, is the point. Yeah, um, sorry. No, you're good. You're good. Yeah, the Canadian cruise ship threw me off. You know, like it's crazy that two tournaments have that. It's yeah. Oh, <laughs> you, got mixed, you got mixed. You got mixed. Yeah, yeah. I got mixed by the Canadian cruise ships, as we all do. Um, <laughs> It was, yeah, it's been a minute in NorCal and Guildhouse. I've said it so many times, one of my favorite venues. Uh, and I watched Genesis Black, obviously, this weekend. It looked amazing. Like, the, I'm so excited yeah. to be in that venue for a whole weekend. Everything looks so good. Uh, Nirvana Soul, I'm just going to give you a tip right now. Anyone who's in the area, anyone knows that area. Incredible coffee joint. The vibes, immaculate. Very, very good. Great music being played. Me, Marcus, and uh, B basically camp it out every time we go in that area and we're together um yeah. it is incredible they have great waffles uh, i go there for the coffee so yeah it's good stuff the coffee there is insanely yeah, good it's great it's <laughs> so very good. good it's such a vibe man it just makes me like just thinking about it, it makes me feel good it's so cold here too i'm so excited to get the hell out of new england for that's what i was telling you i was on a walk with b and i was like yes yeah, it's gonna be nice to get warmer weather for a couple days well i isn't it cold in norcal that's that's what everyone in norcal I mean, told me it doesn't matter it's gonna be warmer than here what is cold to you guys? Yeah, oh, yeah, true. Sixty-five. A bad day in NorCal <laughs> is a good day here. So. Um, but yeah, I guess we could talk about Genesis Black. Wait, also, before we go into Genesis Black, uh-oh. we did. We actually started recording the Patreon con, so it's already recorded. Oh, yeah. Week, yeah. But, but we do still have to shout it out if you guys do, or well, one if you guys enjoy the content, make sure to like, comment subscribe and of course rate us on spotify or uh apple podcast and on top of that if you want to support us even more check out our patreon for five dollars a month you can get bonus weekly bonus content uh throughout the month so we just got done recording a we reacted to walt's video that just came out which is about a crew battle that tweak was actually in for north jersey versus south jersey so if you guys are interested in any type of like smash lore and the the jersey scene the jersey scene has been a huge part of smash history for quite some time because they're 
part of Tri-State. Tri-State historically known for being one of the strongest regions throughout the entire world, throughout Smash history. So it was a really fun watch, man. And just seeing all the like the Smash 4 slash early Ultimate homies and stuff like that is so funny. Yeah, it, did, we had to do it. Gavin was literally so distracted while we were trying to film the episode. Like when we started, he I was like, dude, let's just do the Patreon stuff first because he was so excited <laughs> to watch it. We could hear him turn yeah. it on. Like, mid, all right, all right, fine. We get yeah, it. We're like, hey, you can't watch it. We got to react to it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> He's like, I, I can't just, stop. Thank you for everyone involved that made my day. That was yeah. really cool. I did not Thanks, Walt that. and the team. W, W team. Uh, really good content. It was super fun. So check that out on our Patreon. If not, check it out on your own on Walt's channel for sure and subscribe to him. Uh, yeah. I said it on the Patreon, but uh, he does an amazing job. He's a melee guy, but he also covers Ultimate very well. Like he does, he does us justice, which I love because I yeah. love both scenes as well. So I really appreciate the effort that him and the team put in uh, to those videos, both in production value and, and loving care for the scene. So W for that whole team there. Anyway, we had a handful of tournaments this weekend, uh, and you know what? Since we're doing this thing where we just talk about the shit that we care about, can I say? Loaf rise up, baby. Loaf had an amazing tournament over the weekend. Yes. Uh, that that was Dragon House, right? Yeah. Okay. But good. he did reverse was... Umeki at Genesis Black as well. He beat um, Peaches right now. He beat the two best Peach players. Also, his brother Lucky did great um, with the plant. Um, I love watching both of y'all play. Benji and Alex, shouts to y'all. Y'all are great. Good job. Um, I know Loaf will be at uh, Wash the Throne just to hang out, but I don't know if... Nice. Hopefully both of them. Um, I'm also going to say, I think Plant is cool. Hot take. Mm -hmm. I think Plant... I, I kind of like Plant. Plant is cool. Banjo's cool. Yes. Mm -hmm. I, I think I'm... I think I'm... I just... I think I'm just whack. I'm, I'm Wait. I don't care. I'm down. <laughs> Wait, you guys talked about TG last week. Tori Gori? Yes. Tori Gori? Yeah. Dude. Crazy player. You know I'm not a big banjo fan. That is one of my favorite players to watch right there. Holy yeah. shit. He's so fun. He is yeah. so his little movement in the air with like the B reverse eggs, B reverse grenade, like God, it's so fun to watch. Sorry, we're yeah. talking about banjo for some reason, but I do love Lucky's <laughs> plant. He does similar shit though, like similar tricky stuff. Yeah. Um, just in terms of making a character that just move in weird ways that you wouldn't expect from a character at that level uh on the tier list. But yeah, shout out to them, man. Like Yeah, it's pretty aggressive. Yes, yes. Which which is pretty cool. Um but yeah, there is a there's a lot of Genesis Black. Um uh I guess first off to start off with the winner, AK winning the whole thing, qualifying um for Watch the Throne. And I would say it was a pretty solid bracket run. I think the biggest hiccup was probably Grands, right? But it was still yeah. like I don't think a reset happened, like he didn't drop a set. It did. And he got 3-0'd very quickly by Zombo oh. in, the, in the winner side. He got 3-0'd. I thought Zombo was going to win. I don't, like, that was... I don't think the star GG was reported accurately at first, unless I just I, I just was looking wrong. But whatever. I just want to say, like, Snake is a really, really strong character. Like, I'm just watching because AK is clearly, like, super proficient with Snake, right? I'm just like, damn, playing neutral versus this character is crazy. You know what I mean? Like, it's impressive to just not get chipped away in neutral, and then it's another thing to actually win neutral and not take damage yourself. You know what I mean? Like, it's just fighting Snake well is really impressive, and obviously AK Snake is really impressive. But damn, Snake is such a good tournament character specifically. Like, damn. Like, that character yeah. is really wild. Um, I think... 
I think we knew that too, like right out of the gate. I mean, we found that down throw confirm into up till like day one, you know, like that was yeah. known and has been known. Having a kill confirm out of a grab is amazing, even if it's higher percentages because Snake does rack up the damage super well. Um, AK, something I saw in his play that I really enjoyed this weekend was his use of down tilt. Uh, yeah. The way he would either parry, use it, and get that far, nice hitbox, and keep up tilt fresh, even at lower percentages when he could. Um, down tilt, and the way you low profile too, specifically against Rob, like forward air, uh, neutral air, using down tilt to maneuver around those moves. I, I love that. Like, I thought he played so brilliantly. And I, I think we've all known this about AK for a long time is that he always has the ability to win these big brackets like this. It's just been a little while since we've seen him do it and take it down. And my favorite yeah. part is, since he won, we can get the rematch of him and Chuck at Mafia uh, at Watch the Throne. That's my favorite part. I was scheming. I was rooting for Zamba because I felt very bad that Zamba did not qualify because I also love watching Zamba play. He was, dude, especially that first set of grands, he was on fucking fire. He looked unstoppable. I couldn't believe how well he was yeah. playing. AK just shut him down. He's a crazy like, well, player, dude. He really is. And I was like, well, this is a win either way. Because if Zamba gets in, W. I, I want Zamba at an Invitational. I think he beyond deserves it. He's obviously come so close to different summits and different Invitationals and stuff and never got it. But then if AK gets to go, hey, we got the memes coming through. I'm so pumped. Charles versus AK send, rematch. Send the memes. Well, I, I'm. we still don't know if we'll have Mafia or not. But nonetheless, I think we'll have memes regardless with AK. Yeah. I, I think he's just, you know, great to have on the couch. He likes talking about Smash, very composed when he's talking about it. So it's going to be very exciting nonetheless. And then, yeah, I mean, Zamba not qualifying again at another LCQ, man. And, like, we know Zamba is so capable and has, like, so many wins yeah. against so much of the players that are already in the Everyone, tournament. pretty much. Yeah, so, I mean, it, getting second, like, dang, that sucks. And, like, th this tournament was so hard. I mean, like, Umeki didn't even get top eight. Like, yeah. there, there was... This tournament was really, really difficult, and yeah, I mean, I, I wonder if Zamba is gonna gonna be able to like overcome. Just, I, 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 it might be just specifically LCQs. I don't know if there's like a specific sense of, I don't know, like nerves that go along with LCQs specifically, right? Where it's just like, okay, this one tournament qualifies me into another tournament. I guess you could talk about that, right, Gavin, a little bit, just the pressure of an LCQ. I don't know if you've ever gone through that, but I know at least like with Panda cup and some of the other like circuits, those were tournaments that you had to get so much results or do so much things to get into the next phase of the tournament or a qualifying finals or something like that. Right. Do you feel like there's a, an additional layer of nerves that go specifically along with that, that players have to overcome or do you feel like it's all kind of bundled up into one? I think it's the the marathon aspect of it for me personally. Like when I think of like day one of a summit or day one of a big invitational or whatever, and like, you know, you 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 work your hardest for the first day and then like it's like, all right, go again tomorrow. It's like any like that type of thing with tournaments is tough, right? Like win or lose, it's like, all right, let's go again tomorrow. You're playing against a bunch of good players. And when I think about like uh like rankings, right? um it's like oh let's say i just won a big tournament great and it's like damn if i want to be ranked as high as possible i can't can't just stop now i gotta keep it up you know what i mean like that's one of the things i respect about some of my peers that are a little bit more consistent at getting that first place than me um because i've only won like a couple big tournaments this year um is the fact that like you know it's not over if anything it's like the start if your objective is trying to get like ranked super high like that's just the start winning that first big tournament. Like you got to do this a couple more times a year, at least. Um, 
so that that that's the hardest thing for me when it comes to something like that where it's like this tournament isn't just the 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 start and the finish like sometimes there's a whole circuit or like there's a there's some multiple days and you're playing all these people like it's the marathon type of thing and like pacing yourself and like trying to figure out when it's for me it's like how much of my tricks do i use like in pools or against this player if i might play them again later like there's a lot that goes into it it's pretty tough but something i wanted to talk about you know since we we started off talking about ak and how well uh he did is like you know we did see snake versus rob a decent amount and i was just watching it i thought that matchup looked really hard for rob i don't know anything about it like from the players or myself but but god damn that shit looked kind of hard um or either that or ak super good at it but i've seen zamba have a hard time with snake before but i was actually kind of rooting for zamba this weekend obviously he's from the same region as me and everything, but we have also been playing Wi-Fi a decent amount together. So I, I, in my head, I couldn't help, but I wanted to see him go really far. And I genuinely thought he, he was going to win. So second isn't very far off, obviously. Um, but yeah, we were just saying that AK hasn't been doing as well recently. Like AK was seated fifth going into this. I think it was like, you know, I mean, we had mute Zomba. We're probably the top mute. Four. I I think Lima was like fourth above AK, so oh. there, there's there's four people above uh, AK. So AK winning it all, like, well, I I was more so like thinking like Zamba or Mew, and like those are two people I want to see do well at Smash tournaments and stuff like that. But AK kind of just like, just kind of destroyed the bracket. I'm not gonna lie. Um, so shouts to AK, and also just like to me, like Snake just is such a good pick. Like Snake is such a good character. Um, yeah, I, I really like seeing Loaf do well too as a Wario fan. And I, I like seeing him get, get a couple good wins the last few couple tournaments. I feel like it's a, some good experience for him. So, yeah. And as an update as well, Zomba will be our substitute player. So Zomba will be getting flown out to watch the throne as a sub. So he'll be able to hang out with everyone, grind with everyone. So, you know, still, I know Zom wanted to qualify for the main tournament, but I think bringing him out as a sub is the next best thing we could have done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, keeping it rolling here. Speaking of Rob players, I also watched uh, Big Boss. We talked about him last time I was on because I loved his mentality around, oh, wow, what Gluto and Leo and all those guys do is so hard. It's so hard to travel and be jet lagged and to win a tournament, but he just won a big EU tournament sunrise uh, this weekend as well. And he beat Quick twice and Siski as well, plus Crepe yeah. Sale. Uh, and Neturu, some other great players. So just wanted to give him a quick shout out because I love when players, like I, I feel like he's always been a humble guy and I feel like he's always been kind of chasing being the best Rob. Um, and he's always been a little bit behind Zamba, especially after that 5-0 uh, mirror match that they had. Whenever I, that picture of Big yeah, Boss sweating, sweating. Dude, that's all I, I think of first. And he's such a nice guy and such a great player, but that's always what I think of first is because that reaction is so fun. There's something about like grudge matches and money matches and smash that bring out the best emotions in people. I mean, the my B is like going to be a classic forever, forever. Shout out yes. to Chillin. And that was kind of his my B moment. So I always like to see Big Boss succeed and do really well and beat Samus uh, and beat three of them. So, or beat, well, two Samuses three times. You know what it is. So. Yeah. Samus, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. I so like I to fight Samus a bunch of times because she's, she's a popular character right now. So I feel like it's good quality experience to fight against Samus a few times in a bracket. So that, that's yeah. cool. Um, also, Big shout out to one of my f- personal favorite people I've met through Smash. Show, 
doing really, really well at Genesis uh, Black. Let's go show. Getting fifth place with the Meta Knight Game & Watch combo. Um, getting a win on Loaf, another one of my favorite people. Uh, there was, But yeah, he made it to top eight winner side um, using a combination of those two characters. One of the nicest people I've ever met. Really cool dude. Yeah. Uh, been going to a lot of tournaments, like pretty much every tournament and doing really well at a lot of them. Uh, I know he had a great run at Poor Priority as well. I feel like maybe we could have talked about that a little bit more. Um, I don't remember what placing exactly, but it was it was pretty far. Um, I don't know. Shouts to Show, great dude. Yeah, yeah, and I even looking at Show's bracket, Show was winner side top eight at this yeah. tournament, and like we said, players like Umeki didn't even get into top eight. So yeah. there was like this tournament was extremely stacked. Show did an amazing job, and honestly, Show's match was against Mutase as well. So that. Yeah. Being your first match, and if you know uh, anything about Smash history, especially dating back to Smash 4, Meta Knight was always a really good character against floaty characters. Yeah, um, it's, it's like so, the go-to counterpick for Meta Knight for yes. a while now. Yes, so I mean, uh, Mutase did still get the set yeah. 3-0, but I, I actually had a decent amount of faith in Show because it was just like, well, one, Show's just an amazing player. Show also had the option to go Game & Watch, which is another matchup that is yeah. pretty tough for Peach. I think, I think the call to stick it out with meta knight made the most sense because like okay this is your comfort character in a good matchup like if you don't go meta knight now when will you go meta knight right <laughs> deal but and, and, and show really likes <laughs> and has faith yeah in so it was fun to watch show um give it a shot and have a really really long run getting fifth place at this tournament really stacked yeah. and i know show could have gone farther but you know it probably just has to figure some things out and i know he he made a tweet saying like he's still kind of deal like learning how to deal with nerves. And I know you talked about this, Gavin, there's like different phases of the bracket, right? So when you kind of unlock another phase as a competitor, right? It's like a whole nother world. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm getting out of pools now. Now I'm actually entering bracket. And then the whole, everything's different when you're in like top 64 or top 32, because maybe now it's best of five or the caliber of players you're going yeah. up against and stuff like that, how fast people adapt. And it, it, it's a whole nother territory. So I think yeah. show still, Kind of adapting towards that newer territory especially like in these top eights where everything's a lot different right yeah and i was in a transition to saying shots to mute for you know playing the hard matchup so well for so long now too like mute's shown like you know upgraded efficiency versus game of watch like gotten wins on like meister and stuff or um you know even this matchup right here right like i feel like mute has been playing peach for so long that mute naturally has acquired like the resilience to be able to just like win in, in any scenario. Um, and I admire that a lot as a, um, as someone who plays a character that has like really crazy hard counterpick matchups too, is like being able to have the confidence to not only use your main, but just win. Like this was a three out, you know, type of thing. So shouts to, shouts to mute. Mute's a, also another one of my favorite people. Um, also one of my favorite people to like, you know, talk and vent about Smash with and try to learn and get better. Cause like in terms of like top players in the meta, I feel like I relate a lot to mute. Like, you know, there's like an item and like, just like just the way the character function uh, is, you know, it, it, it's kind of close and we kind of go through the same thing. So uh, shouts to mute as always. Yeah. And I mean, even looking throughout the bracket as well, um, you know, had a really good run too, formerly known as Chase. So Chase, Chase yeah. having a phenomenal run as well. I mean, honestly, just we had a lot of, I mean, this this was a regional tournament, but obviously we had out 
outer regions kind of show up. I mean, I think it's pretty common to see like SoCal go up to NorCal, right? But I mean, all these players traveling, obviously, for this Watch the Throne spot definitely spice it up. But yeah. still, I mean, getting this fourth place here, shout out to Chase, fantastic stuff. Losing to, let's see here, in loser's bracket, it was Zamba, but actually started top eight in loser's bracket and had to take it over, took it over Luis 3-0, then taking it over Show 3-0 and then losing to Zamba 3-0. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Three old bracket. Dude. Uh, well, and Chase as well, or you know, sorry, also winning uh, that Dragon uh, House Monthly that we talked about, which was super stacked. MFA also going an amazing run. Again, I love yeah. watching Omar play at this point in the game, all the way to Grand Finals winner side, and then, you know, reset and won. Uh, that bracket, you know, Mute was in that bracket. Tarek was in that bracket. Luis, like, they're a lot lucky low for the whole crew. Like, just a lot of incredible players. So I'd say overall, you know, definitely had a great weekend for themselves yeah. so it's pretty cool Chaz and Chase, i, I Chaz kind of have a, a little bit of a little something i wanted to talk about kind of involving chase like first off i want to say i feel like chase has inherited the socal play style especially as like probably the best player from that area at the moment right um like just the speed of chase's gameplay reminds me of like what i used to play against in smash 4 socal you know what i mean like like I don't, I don't know what it is. Like character play style. Like it, it feels like Chase has really inherited it, and it's kind of funny because I remember when I used to travel to SoCal back in the day for Smash. It felt like their style was so much easier for me to deal with because um, uh, I play in Tri-State, and I don't have to explain much. Like it's a little bit of everything over there, but um, yeah, I feel like Chase is just really like it feels like the inherited socal style like really aggressive i don't know how you feel about this charles if you've thought about this at all but it really does feel like that that play style still exists in ultimate at this point it's a little bit more rare yeah. and i'm not i'm not as in like chase plays as fast as like light like it's pretty yeah, much, like, yeah. It's, i it's, i agree in terms of like, speed like yeah the 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 socal and for viewers that don't know too much of the history of socal in smash 4 socal was one of the stronger regions a big part of it was because 2gg an older organization that's not here with us today um, they used to do a ton of tournaments and they had like a big circuit and it was esports arena plus 2gg and that was like really the come up of when smash went from you know grassroots into esports that was a big part of it was the the 2gg 2GGC Championship Series or whatever. Um, Civil War was a part of that and all these big like iconic tournaments, the Sagas and stuff like that. So SoCal was one of the strongest regions in Smash 4 and they always catered towards more aggressive playstyle characters. So a lot of Fox, a lot of Sheik. So like fast place, uh, I can mash buttons on your shield, right? And I'm just like kind of moving in and out. It's like we're still camping, but it's like you're camping up close, right? That's <laughs> essentially what like these faster aggro characters. Base game right? characters, like chase plays. Like characters, like, yeah. Like a little bit of everything, but mostly Palu, right? I, I don't know. It, it it does feel like um, it's still there, which it, it just kind of came up right now. I was just kind of thinking about it, so I thought I'd mention that. But yeah, uh, I do think Chase's like pacing is very impressive. Like, you know, Chase, Light, Spargo, where it's like you can't really blink versus them type of thing. But I, I definitely get what you're saying. It's definitely a throwback because we yeah. haven't seen we haven't seen SoCal really get into these later parts of bracket. I think SoCal was a like I think the strongest time there was ever for SoCal Smash history is going to be like Smash Four, early yeah. Ultimate. Like they were still pretty relevant, especially with like Void and Larry. But then 
Uh, I think after like the first PGR season, I know Void took a pretty big dip. So like SoCal in general kind of took a dip. And then obviously like Elegant doesn't compete anymore. So we don't have that much reps for SoCal, but it's nice to see Chase kind of take that mantle up. And it's really sick to see that he's also showcasing like the play style, like the old school SoCal play style of aggro fast in your face. Like you got to make decisions really quick. So yeah, I I love that about his Paulo and even all of the rest of his characters. Sometimes he dips into the darkness. He has to go to Steve sometimes to close it out. He used Steve against show to (laughs) beat him 3-0, but you got to do what you got to do. I respect it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's a part of SoCal Smash, too. Some, you just got to do what you got to do sometimes. Like, it is what it is, man. Uh, and I think... But in Smash 4, they didn't. Like, no one played Bayo. I was trying to explain. When yes, I was over there, weird. I would show them the DLC, and I wouldn't... Like, they would just run at me, and I'd just win. Like, I always thought that was hilarious. Like, I, just, <laughs> I did so well in that region. Dude, uh, <laughs> the other thing... I think, speaking of Chase's, like, pacing, nothing, I think shows that off more than when he played against light and beat light the what tournament was it was the outdoor tournament remember i think that's why i started talking about this in the first place because it's it's one of the big sets i think of when i think of being impressed with chases like i was thoroughly impressed to the point where i was like is this a bad matchup for fox i was convinced like this looks hard like you know who wasn't impressed light wasn't impressed oh Well, well you know you know, <laughs> you know. I'm rooming with Light at Watch the Throne. I'm so excited. We're gonna be so stupid. It was such a good time. What a bunch of dummies. You know, <laughs> who agreed to that? <coughs> You're the one who time. wanted it. I did. Yeah, I did. That was a that was a has request. That was a good one. Yeah, it was a yeah. good. One. Yeah, yeah. We could we could talk about Watch the Throne. What we're excited about. What we're looking when it comes. Wait, to one one set I actually do want to talk about. I know it's not like the most exciting one, but I wanted. I I personally one of the players I wanted. To qualify is Lima, just because I think Lima and Bloom being in the same bracket would have been really sick. Yeah. But uh dang man, Lima had a tough draw. And I mean, no matter what to win this tournament, Lima probably would have had to fought AK, which is another really tough draw for Bayo. Probably one of, if not Bayo's worst matchup is probably Snake. Um, but another one that I've always thought was bad, even in since Smash 4, is Sonic. And Lima was doing okay versus Wrath, but then there is some games where I think yeah. Wrath restocked. Lima, one of the games. It was yeah. like, so rough. The hurt I want like, to learn more about that one because the mm-hmm. stages were mostly FD in town. And like, yeah. I don't know the matchup or anything, but I was like, damn, that sounds like I wasn't sure if I agreed or anything, but I just, I don't know the details, right? Like, I, I'm not like saying someone is right or wrong, but yeah, I, it would have been cool to see Lima in the bracket. I think Lima is one of the most cerebral players in Ultimate. Like, and I also. I really like Lima's style as Bayo specifically, and, and I like Bayo. Um, and like, I agree with what Charles said too. And, you know, from my own like uh, perspective, a little bit selfish, like, I don't think I'm that good against Bayo. So, like, the more Bayo I can fight, the better <laughs> when it comes to like trying to learn. So, um, that's cool. Well, Charles, I guess that would, be a good, that'd be a good transition into talking about Watch the Throne because definitely. Uh, all the groups are out and stuff. So. I was gonna say you got plenty of bloom to watch at the throne too, Charles. So we'll be good on Bayo at least. Yeah, Super excited yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah me mean, too. Bloom, young up and coming player, doesn't get too many chances in terms of like opportunities to play up against the other top talent of the world because Bloom resides in the UK. So we've we've seen like some invaders come over to Europe, but in this kind of setting, it's gonna be so sick. Like the even just the potential for content, like. I'm, I'm Bloom is going to be able to play a bunch of tournament sets, like especially with the group format and all that stuff. 
So we'll see a lot of that. But even just watching Bloom play friendlies against other players, I'm really excited to see stuff like that on the side. So, yeah, I mean, we, we can definitely jump and transition into the groups. The groups are out for Watch the Throne. And we can definitely go over your group first, Gavin, if you would like to, just to sure. kind of see it. how you're feeling about your group and stuff like that. So that is, uh, we'll pull that up real quick. I have the, uh, Chris, it's in the podcast live. We got or it. Or no. Yeah. Oh, you got it. Okay, nice. All right, so yeah, let's go over it. Right. So it is Group A, so it does make the most sense, anyways. <laughs> yes, yes, first group. talk about. So Group A, we got Aquila, me, Karama, and Bloom. So that's a good transition. I was just talking about the Bayo matchup, so that's cool. Uh, for me specifically, I'm usually indifferent about who I play against most of the time, but I do like playing against people who beat me the previous time. Um, and Aquila has beaten me every time, so it doesn't get better than that. Uh, What's well, uh, so for the audio only people, real quick? Sorry to cut you off, but so Group A, let's just go down real quick. The Group A, yeah. which is Tweaks, Tweaks Group, you have Aquila, Tweak, Karama, and Bloom, which is going to be super sick. Group B is Sonics, Ken, Leo, and Luis. Uh, I think Leo and Luis have their work cut out for them in terms of uh, a matchup to study. Uh, <laughs> and then Group Three, you got Mia, Gluto, DeBuzz, and my man WebJP. And you got group four. The final group is Spargo, White, Apollo, Kage, and Tarek. Oh my god, dude. These groups are fire. Yeah. Is that, that, might, last be the, yeah, that yeah. might be the most interesting group, the last one there. Which one? Oh, group yeah. B? Group four. No. Four, four, yeah. Oh, okay. It is funny that they're group A, group B. Yeah, wait, what? <laughs> Didn't even realize that. Just right Yeah. Here. I think we like all collectively man. just realized that at the same time. Well, we gotta, uh, we gotta keep you guys. Leave it. Too, you know we better say that the whole the whole show, Charles. We're like, all right, we're gonna move on group group B to group three. <laughs> From B to three, you know how it goes. <laughs> the rhymes applies. Here we go. I can't. I can't. All right, Gavin. Yeah, let's talk about. Sorry, I, I did interrupt you. Let's get back into talking about your bracket and what you're looking forward to. Yeah, no problem. Like I said, I do kind of prefer to play people who beat me last time. It keeps me a little more motivated. It gives me a reason to have the fire. Um, but it's a bit of everything. I would say. Akola, someone who's beaten me every time, let alone the previous time. Karama, someone I've beaten every time. And then Bloom, someone I haven't played at all. So um, I think that's interesting. Um, and they're all very different matchups. So um, I think that's cool. I'm kind of excited to play for once, which is which is cool as well. Um, I'm just looking forward to the vibes too. Like the, the what I like when the events like ran by like people I know. Like it, it feels like like a, a family owned business type of thing. Like, yeah, like, like I, mom and pops store. Mom kind and of shit. pops like, invitational. Like when yeah, I go to a max cool. tournament, like I feel at home regardless if it's Miami or if it's New York. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, or if like if I'm like Max works a lot with you know with Joe and stuff in Canada, so. Like, I don't know. It just, like, it feels like um, I know what I'm getting myself into no matter where I'm going. And it's it, a comfort it, thing, right? It's like comfort visiting family. family. Like, both of y'all are going to be there. Like I said, it, like, y'all are family to me. So that makes it more exciting, like, more easy to, easier to play the game. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for my group. Uh, I think the hardest thing is is just character, like, always for me. Um, I've been playing, like, 99% Diddy Kong. And, um, Obviously, he doesn't do very well versus Steve, so we'll, we'll see what happens there. Well, I was even going to ask, I mean, you, you definitely don't have to tell us who you're going to go <laughs> against Bloom. Obviously, like you, you could save that for a secret if you want. Um, yeah. But we know Bloom's going Bayo, and I know the last couple times you played against Lima in tournament, uh, you would like kind of switch between the two, right? And I, like, I, 
maybe I don't know if you're still thinking about which character to use. Maybe you're kind of like leaning more towards Diddy because you've just been playing Diddy more. I mean, obviously yeah. Sephiroth has some very useful stuff in the matchup, but also is very tall, so it can kind of be susceptible yeah. to ABK, right? But yeah. overall, I don't think Sephiroth is particularly amazing versus Bale. I just coincidentally thought I was either I'm better against Lima with Sephiroth or I'm better against Bale with Sephiroth. One, one, one of those, maybe both. Mm -hmm. um, I think Diddy does great versus Bale, definitely wins the matchup. But I thought I was... I didn't know if it was my style or experience or if I was misunderstanding something, but I think I'm pretty bad against Bale. So on paper, I think my best play is to go Diddy and try to learn as much as I can um, because you know being good at the matchup would probably be best because it's probably the, the best... like. Diddy probably wins the matchup while Sephiroth might not even win the matchup. So, um, yeah. Like, the Sephiroth would, is the type of thing that comes out if I want to win right now, and I think it's my best pick regardless of, like, the... like The short-term answer. It's the short-term. And I don't like being a short-term person. I really don't. Um, so, yeah. Nice, nice. And we can uh, also go over the uh, other groups as well. So, Lumi Rank did seed this. Uh, we ha we have two Sonics. The, like, let's address the elephant in the room right now. Group yeah. B. Let's take a look. See, right. So we got Sonics, Ken, Leo, and Luis. I'm sorry, Leo and Luis, but yeah, two players had to be in there. So I'm, I'm sorry that had to be you two. But honestly, getting I, W for if you're great at that matchup, W. I, you I, I and you Leo, have, you, just, you have to study one last matchup. You just need to beat Sonic. I think I think Leo is particularly pretty good versus Sonic. Yeah, mm -hmm. I do think that not saying being good versus Sonic means you're going to beat these two players because it's not always the case. But when it comes to chances and I could see Luis also being great at the matchup, Luis kind of likes fighting up against the difficult stuff. Luis mm -hmm. always wants to play Aqua. Luis wants to play Mia. So I can see Luis being ready for this kind of thing. And I don't know. I think Luis is a very resilient, well-rounded player. So I think you could throw a lot of things his way. So we'll see how this group goes. When it comes to Sonics especially, Sonics is such a consistent player right now that you can probably throw out most things at him and he'll come out with a victory. So uh, we'll see. But um, Ken does play Sevroth, just not nearly as much as, as Sonic. And I'm not sure if it's logical for it to come out in most situations in this group. Maybe against Luis. Maybe. Um, but I don't. I don't talk to Ken that much. I don't know his thought process. Like I'm thinking from if if I was in this situation, the only person I might go Sephiroth against is is Luis if I'm a Sonic player, um, or if I don't like the Ditto. Uh, yeah, Sonics and Ken like have never yeah, played against each other. Yes, that is another wow. important thing that Charles just mentioned is that they've never played against each other. So it's We're breaking barriers here. <laughs> Watch the throne, baby. Yeah. Time for everyone. The match everyone <laughs> wants to see. Let's go. Come on. Yeah. yeah, we haven't seen an ultimate yet. I know the fans have been really wanting this matchup. This is a very <laughs> highly anticipated matchup. Everyone in I, the YouTube comments are asking special requests for these groups to be set up like this. So, of course, yeah. we're going to give it to the people. Finally, <laughs> Sonics versus Ken. And I, I'm actually curious if well, we'll definitely have Bam on that block because Bam loves watching Sonic. And just, then... It's just Bam, actually. It's fine. Yeah. Bam. Let him spam about Stop. Sonic the entire Stop. time. He'll love it. Stop. What? He'd love it. Would you not love it? I'm excited, love it? To, I'm excited to see Like, if you, if you got Kane Nabe against Light and you got to solo cast it, wouldn't you be pumped? I'm just trying to think how the matchup plays out because, like... 
Can Sonic not even approach Spin Dash? Like, is that that's like the grand? I have a pretty good idea how it'll play out. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you tell us, guys? I'll tell tell your expert opinion. What do you think would happen? A lot of nothing is going to happen on the screen. And it's going to take a force. Unstoppable force, a movable object, I think, is what it is. I see, I see. What are you going to do? It'll be good. I at least know what's going to happen at 3, 2, 1, go. We're going to hear. and that's one sound effect many times. <laughs> the iconic uh, Evo Grands, but instead of two Bales charging Neutral B, it's just two Spin Dashes charging on the other side. Pretty of the much. Like, we're we're fumbling. Continue. We're fumbling here for a couple of reasons. One, with this match, we need to make it fun. That's our job. That's the thing. These are two really, really good players, and they deserve their credit. Yeah. And yeah. we can make it fun for sure. We need fun people on that couch. That's our job. Two, we fumbled by not. Uh, rigging and putting Luis against Akola. Every time I run into Luis, he goes, just put me against Akola, man. I can do it. I can do it. I'm like, all right, yeah. He well, talks about it very up. often. He, he does, it. dude. Why did we not rig the bracket Which for that? Why We're stupid. I have faith the in French him. French would have done it. You what? It's why I have faith in him in general as a player. I, I like Luis a lot. I think he's great. Um, He's very well-rounded. Palu's very well-rounded. Like, I don't know. I think he, he like, this group um is kind of hard to predict. There's the easy answer where we just say Sonics is too good at the moment type of thing, but we'll see. Um, well, I think the character... Maybe we'll see Leo's Corrin, which I'm sure a lot of people yeah. are confused. Why isn't why doesn't that come out more often? That character's kind of crazy. And he beat Sonic right at Wave Dash, a, region, a SoCal regional with Corrin. He beat Sonics with Corrin. So yeah. That character's OD. Yes, Leo has done it, and I mean, Corrin's been having an uptick, so this could be the return of the Leo Corn. Maybe he just uses it specifically for yeah. these two Sonic players. I mean, maybe that'll, maybe even if he does that and he gets the W against Sonics, maybe it'll give him the confidence to keep bringing out the Corn in tournament, right? Sonics has been a player to beat right now, so that'd yeah. be really sick. I mean, obviously, Leo can play whatever character he wants, but I mean, it's it's definitely proven, right? He's de- he's done it with the Corn before, so it'd be cool to see again, and Palu also has the speed to at least somewhat contest Sonic, right? As long as your character can force interactions with Sonic, that's the main thing in terms of just like, at least you get to play the game against Sonic, right? There's a lot of lower tier characters that can't force interactions with Sonic and they don't even get to play the game. So at least the pool of like characters we have, they can definitely play the game. Yeah, there's no like ridiculously bad situation matchup wise. Um, But I guess let's go from B to three. (laughs) Classic. Here at Tweet Talks, the B to three, <laughs> uh, which I don't. Look at that B three <laughs> shift right now. All right, well, Mia, Gluto, Debuzz, WebJP. Hmm. I think this is this is a banger. This, this is, a banger. is hard. Game Watch versus Wario is really hard for Wario. Allmar versus Wario is very hard for Wario. You beat him with Rosa though. Uh. Or sorry, you said Wario. Sorry, I was thinking Mia. Go ahead. Sorry, my faulty. <laughs> So, Wait, is this not an amazing pool for the buzz? Are we rigging the bracket for the buzz right now? That's what Lumi ranks. Hello. I think this is a great pool for the buzz. This yeah. is. I can see the buzz getting first at this pool. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think that's reasonable. Um, obviously, there's also the thing where Mia is just so good that Mia wins, right? Um, so, I think the the interesting thing is I would like to see Gluto versus WebJP. Did this happen at Miami? No. I don't think so. Was Gluto even at Miami? No. I th- Somebody check. Is Gluto in Miami right now? Is Gluto in Miami? <laughs> let me let me call Gluto right now and see if he's in Miami. Because WebJP played a bunch of good players at Miami. But 
So Sheik's an interesting one. I, most of the time, I think Wario wins, but then there's some situations like in my head where she can do it. So if you're Sheik, you gotta have like your 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 kill confirms ready. And all three of these characters, Game of Watch, and then Debuzz's lineup, and Wario feels like you have to swing at and kill confirm specifically, like in different ways. Um, if you know what I mean, like especially the way you hit. Like the way you swing at Wario, the way you swing at Game Watch, and then the way you swing at Debuzz's lineup. Like he's gonna have to play very different versus his whole pool. So that's interesting. Um, Debuzz's lineup is always a question mark, uh, at least to a little bit of a degree. Um, it's mostly Rosa nowadays, which I think is awesome, by the way. Um, where else are we gonna see a character uh, like Rosa show up and do that well? Um, so we'll see, um, especially if he plays Gluto, right? Because usually the Almar, like, it has a couple phases, but usually it's, like, not coming out much at all. So will it will it come out for Wario? Gluto it has, usually beats the Buzz, so we'll see. Um, and Game Watch versus Wario, man. That's that a tough one. Important. Gluto has beaten Mia before, but it was before Mia, like, you know, made the impact he's made today. Um so I don't know, man. This this one uh, has like compared to the group B where we said like the matchups feel more well rounded. This one is not as well rounded when it comes to matchups. Like there's some clear counter picks in here when it comes to character selection. Yeah, I think one thing I'm excited for too is this is one of the pools where a voting is going to have three great opportunities to really make a name for himself, even more than he has already for WebJP. Uh, he could he hasn't taken he's played to buzz in two sets. He hasn't taken a game off him yet, so it's going to be a tough one. But who knows? Gluto and Mia, is very very comfortable versus Sheik in yeah, every Smash game. So that's a tough one. Gluto and Mia though, excellent international competition for him. To try to make something big happen. I'm excited. Yeah. His Sheik is incredible. Uh, it reminds me of, we were talking about Noodle a lot, the DK. He's flashy like Noodle with Sheik. You know, he gets all the, he he's one of those players like Void where he kills that Sheik can't kill meme. You know what I mean? It's like, yep, yeah, it just happens. They, they combo into Diamond Cutter True, kill you at 90. It's over. And it's Sheik. So that's tur- like turbo early. So I'm excited to see what Webb does. I'm excited to see good Sheik play. I know you are too, Charles. Oh yeah. Uh, and like, I love how uh, Gavin explained it, especially looking through the lens of WebJP. You're looking at matchups that are very, very different, and they're yeah. going to test very different skills for Sheik. Like, yes. okay, so I'll, are you good at comboing specifically heavy floaties, but don't do the confirm too early like you usually do at like 110 <laughs> yeah. or 120. You need to rack up. You need to like do another corner carry, add like 10 or 20%, then go the, for the confirm at 140 oh wait you have rage maybe 125 like there's there's so many different variants especially with Sheik when you're comboing all these different types of characters and there's not a lot of heavy floaty characters in the game that are especially like meta so that's going to be weird and wario getting past that ko percent is a nightmare for Sheik. when wario gets to like 150 160 that's what wario prefers to be at that percent than the other percents yeah i mean max rage there's the next matchups right which if you think war is a nightmare like then it's like okay how do you deal with getting rid of Luma as Sheik and then you fight Rosa for a bit. Okay. Now how do you deal with game of watch and his light shield and his, and his weight when it comes to, to getting your confirms there? Like you gotta have, you gotta be very well-rounded with Sheik. If you want to win this group, you can't be good at one thing. You can't be good at two things. You gotta be good at everything. I think as when it comes to smash bros and Sheik. 
um, which I think is interesting. And like you said, like has just said, it's probably the like it's a great opportunity when it comes to the global talent and the matchups and everything. So, but it's very different than the other groups we were just talking about when it comes to characters. So, yeah, that's right, man. All right. Group D four? is that group four? My no, bad, my bad. No, okay, group four, together. group four, group four. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sparkle Light, Apollo Kage, Tarek. Um, matchup I'm most excited for in here is Light Tarek. Actually, I think that'll be super fun. Uh, yeah. I think I think Tarek is incredible off stage with Greninja. Very fluid with his movement. Very calculated with his edge guards. Light's gonna have to. Maybe take a book, maybe take a page out of Kaninabe's book and learn how to recover some of those fancy angles he was doing. Light is nothing if not an adapter. So yeah. I'm excited to see how that matchup goes. Plus Greninja uh, Fox. Uh, I don't know why, but those characters are bucketed together in my head for yes. some reason. I don't know if they just like to dash attack at you or some shit, but there yes, you go. They do. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's maybe <laughs> that's as simple as it is. Like they're low to the ground. You're not alone. I think most people think this way. Yeah. All right, cool. All right. I wasn't um, sure if I was being weird. I also loved your word choice describing uh Tarek's gameplay because I feel like those were very accurate. Um, he's great. Yeah. I love watching and him play. A little bit of background when it comes to light. Um, he thinks highly of Greninja, so I think this is a cool one to be interested for, like has said. Uh, light thinks very highly of Greninja, so we'll see how that goes. But this group is is overall I'm going to say it's the most aggressive group, and I'm going to guarantee that, actually. <laughs> and now that I'm yeah. looking at everything as I'm saying that, I'm going to guarantee this is Spargo and Light are like the two of, if not the two fastest players on planet Earth in Smash Ultimate. Um, Tarek plays a character that's not like Tarek, I wouldn't say plays fast, but he's not. But Greninja doesn't necessarily play slow either. I feel like Tarek is a bit of a he molds to the situation, which is which is fine. But adding Spargo and Light in the same pool, I think already guarantees the speed. And then AK also can do a bit of everything as well. Um, yeah, I, I'm interested to see AK play everyone because AK just won a whole bracket. Um, so I, I feel like AK is one of those players that it's, we just said it was Zamba too, right? Like could probably beat anyone on the planet on a good day. So yeah. there's that. Uh, AK had a crazy close set with with Akola at Port Priority. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, oh, my goodness. The type of set that like if a couple things went differently, like the whole the whole weekend changed type of thing um so we'll yeah see. I, I would love to see Spargo versus ak light versus ak you know what i mean i hope we get invitational ak i hope he's causing damage in oh, the bracket yeah. and, he, and he's destroying chuck out of bracket that's what i hope for i hope <laughs> we get the mafia run back a and b bro that's where he beat what gluto leo uh yeah. dude yeah. i i, I would say that what is his, like his big breakout tournament in terms Good of like point. one tournament that like Got a ton of amazing it, wins. Summit six, if I'm not mistaken, right? That was one. such a fun summit too, because that was Big D and him both qualified through main stage, I believe, and then they both did so well at summit. Like they both did incredibly well at summit. Well, Big D also did well at the Ludwig thing too. Um, mm-hmm. So a lot of tournaments for those guys, but it was really cool to see them kind of like start sparking at the same time and then do really well at summit too. Like really, really well at summit, um, which was so cool, man. That I mean, yeah. that's. So awesome for so many reasons, but the results too, like the the bracket itself as well, yeah, was so sick for a lot of players, especially AK. And like we said before, his results have been a little inconsistent recently. It seems like he's hit a stride again. He might be getting hot at the right time, and 
I mean, we, we all like sports, watch sports. If you get hot at the right time and the playoffs come, you could win the whole championship. So we'll see, see how AK does, man. We talk about how good of a character Snake is as well. A lot to consider with this player coming in here. He's certainly a wild card, I think is a good way to put it. Right, Chuck? You know about oh, AK yeah. being a wild card. Yeah. The, sometimes the biggest wild card that you just can't seem to get a read on. <laughs> And you have to go. I wish we play. had that audio. Like I just need that audio. Part of that shit, bro. Oh that, my god, man. Okay, but best and the worst mafia game I've ever. That played. was the best mafia game of all time. Because dude, usually, especially ultimate players, we're just bad at mafia, and it's uninteresting because we're just bad. Like just nothing happens. That yeah. was bad to such a degree that it was. It was like it was like a car tr- car crash. You know what I'm saying? Like you just can't look away. Like what is happening right now? This is unreal. <laughs> yeah, so, I was definitely aggressive and raging. <laughs> It was understandable, bro. A little bit, yeah. A little bit, yeah. For Spargo, um, something I I don't know if I've mentioned. Sorry, I just do this. I I just want to talk about this so bad. but No, I'm sorry. That shit was just so funny to me. Go ahead. Bringing up the Mafia game, Gavin. No, I'm just kidding. So Spargo. uh, (laughs) So Spargo. Okay. um, What I wanted to say is, like, as someone like Spargo's like as talented as it gets, right? In terms of like rankings and like, you know, the eye test, like watching him play, like all that stuff, tournament results. Um, but, you know, there's been a couple performances that were like not expected, right? And I think with someone as talented and young as Spargo, we have to be ready for the inevitable like rubber band effect where he bounces back and is like better than ever. That happens with these young players. Like it, it always does. Like the young, crazy, talented players, like, so this could be that event. Um, I, I'm saying it will happen. There will be a tournament where Sparrow just like destroys everyone, uh, which is like a lot of the time already. But um, yeah, I, I think it's really, it would be very naive of anyone to doubt Spargo ever, but especially at a time like this where he's probably going to rubber band and like super bounce back. Um, as someone that's been around for a long time, I'm very prepared for moments like that. Um and then for light, um, I think it's pretty commendable how consistent he's been since day one. Um, and let's see if he like breaks those those barriers and like just straight up gets first place, which doesn't happen extremely often for for him um, at like the the big big tournaments. But I do think light is the best player in the United States right now. Um, so I think Man, that's he, a hot topic, right? Now. <laughs> yeah, I, I do think very he, close. Uh, Dang, if there's a if there's a good time to try to like win a tournament, it's right now for him, right? Because I I think right now he's the best player in the United States, which is obviously a a bit tough competition between uh, mute Zamba and myself. Um, so yeah, I, I I would give it to him right now, and then for Tarek, Tarek's like one of the most improved players this year. Um, yeah would be the first like one of the first players to come to people's mind for for most of the community which i think is really cool and i think greninja it's cool that greninja has a spot because um not always the case really especially like when it comes to the 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 tippy top of of the meta so yeah i think there's a bit of everything to offer there um and yeah those are my final thoughts on that group I, i wanted to get some of those thoughts out because we were mostly talking about um only a specific thing or two. Yeah, and it's yeah. really sick because even you could probably slot AK in there with uh, Tarek too, right? There's so many players that have improved yeah. so much. We have 
Uh, I mean, one, one of the actually one of the crew battles we want to do is uh, old guard versus new guard. I know we always with with events, we usually do like country or region versus region or something like that. But we wanted to try something different. So that's one of the crew battles that we have planned for the players, because I, I, I yeah. think it's especially at this point of ultimate there is a i feel like there's a clear cut between like old guard and new guard right with all the younger up and up and coming talent that have been you know doing so well especially on the top five rankings right usually in within a smash game that usually flips about one time or so and we're seeing it happen in ultimate as well right about like you know three or four years into the game's lifespan the top five really starts taking a turn in terms of like who's coming in breaking into that spot right so it, it it's cool to see that we are you know a couple years into that so i think that crew battle is going to be really fun and i mean even just the bracket too i think especially with spargo i think spargo definitely wants his run back with ken right from port priority so if they yeah, end up yep. having to play, uh, face each other in gauntlet phase or maybe spargo just gets out uh you know first in his pool and doesn't have to ignore the gauntlet phase, but there's so much that could happen. Right. And the great thing about summit is the, I, I like it for players. And I mean, you can talk on this too, Gavin as well is every match. You're not fighting for your winner's side spot, right? Like in a tournament, it's double elimination, right? And usually every match you have one elimination quote unquote is on the line, right? So the great thing about Summit is the whole first day you can play and you're still in winner side technically, but then once you enter the gauntlet phase, now you're playing for the quote unquote, yeah, yeah, now it's like quote unquote bracket, right? So that changes a lot of the dynamic when it comes to the mental, right? And and, it can be harder and it can be easier. Like it can be a bit of both when it comes to the pressure that puts on you. Yeah, and you you won Summit three, so I know you have a lot of experience on the winning side and the losing side coming from that. And yeah, and I mean, even when we talk about someone like Light, Light has been so close. Like I believe twice has gotten second place at Summit twice. Yeah. So I would like to see Light close one of these out. I, it, obviously, it's very very tough, right? And I mean, you've even been in that position. You've closed it out. You've got second. You've maybe not gone into grands. So I guess what are what are your overall thoughts in terms of like how you approach this tournament, this, these invitational style tournaments? Because if you guys don't know, our bracket format is the exact same thing as Summit. So if you guys watch Summit and stuff like that, it's the exact same where we have the groups going into Gauntlet and then going into bracket, right? So how do you prepare for that as a player, Gavin? Yeah, it's it's really tough. Um, I think you got to figure out what works for you, obviously. Um, like for me, I've tried to be a bit experimental every time. Like, you know, how much do I play? Because I might be playing a little bit more, a little bit less than usual. Like, um, do I, like, how serious do I take the groups? Like, obviously everyone's playing to win, but, um, you know, should I play like short-term or long-term with my character choices? That's something we talked about today. There's a lot. I'm always asking myself questions. So adding more variables to the mix is very difficult. Like I have a lot of things to ask myself every tournament. So like it, it is difficult. Um, and yeah, the, the gauntlet phase can be crazy and like the amount of pressure, but I think it's really important. Like regardless of how the first day goes for anyone, like try to get some rest, try to get some good food, like relax, hang out with people you enjoy being around and just fight your heart out the next day, regardless of how that first day goes. Cause that first day when it comes to summit has like done everything to me positive and negative you know what i mean like it has been a roller coaster of emotions like invitational events like that and regardless like sometimes 
it ended up me winning. So like, I wish I could go to pass me and be like, it's going to be fine. Like, you know what I mean? But it, it's, it's very chaotic and I don't know. I, I, I want everyone to have a good time, especially people that might not, uh, have been in a situation like this before. Like I've like today, like, cause knowing we were going to talk about stuff like this, I've really been thinking like, I really want those people to have a good time. I want bloom to have a good time, not from the U S like I, like I want them to be as comfortable as possible. Like uh, Web JP, like I, I want him to be comfortable. Like all that stuff. Um, like I, I don't want them to stress too much about the tournament. I also don't want them to be too stressed about the travel. Like I, I, I just want like people like that to have a good time specifically because some people are a bit more used to it than others. Um, but yeah, th- th- I would say those are my thoughts. Sorry if I rambled a bit. You got the MK Big Boss going. You're talking about how hard it is to travel and play well. It's true. True. I think people are becoming more and more aware of that as we need yeah. to travel more for events, right? As it needs to happen, be aware of it. Um, Gavin, something you had asked earlier is like, let's talk about the things we're most excited about. I think all three of us agree that we're just excited to be around people who love Ultimate and our, our close fa- – call them our Smash family, right? Our, the whole yeah. family is going to be there. The commentary lineup is some of the best people I've ever met in Smash who have worked really hard to make this uh, event pop off and to make it special, plus the TOs. Uh, yeah. who obviously do an incredible job and have done everything. Ray is like just a god yeah. and Flo has helped out so much and Keith who does the graphics and it's just it's been such a great team effort and it's been interesting and eye-opening to be behind the scene and like Charles said it's been stressful but it's you know anything in life that's worth doing or worth having is, is going to be hard and it's going to be difficult at certain points and this was certainly one of those things and I'm just excited to be in a great area for Smash watch some of the best players in the world and get to talk about it a bit. I'm really thankful that I have um, yeah. This is my life still after so many years. It's it's really really cool. Um, speaking of all the commentators gonna be there, do y'all? This is I wanted to bring this up last week. This changes the subject a little bit. Y'all see TK's tier list of commentators? Y'all oh see that? Yeah. Let's bring it up. Let's bring it up. It's so funny. If you see this, Kevin, this shit was cracking me up. Can we? I actually did see that. I did actually. Zoom in. All right. So TK made a commentary tier list. Essentially, it says it's commentators for Smash Ultimate. Uh, based on some tier, arbitrary tier list maker list, and his chat asked him if he was on a game show, who would he trust uh, of all the commentators? Which is interesting because I'm not really sure what type of game show it is. Like, is it you know? I assume it's like <laughs> trivia. Like that was my thing. Uh, so the first one, top tier is I trust more than any of you, and it's a picture of himself. WTK? I love that self confidence. Next tier down, the highest tier that's not just TK is I trust with my life, but not more than myself. Charles is number one in there. Charles. I give, you know what, job, I would say the same, Charles. You would be way up there for me as well. Uh, and then Rod and Vicky, which uh, co-sign obviously as well. Great humans, uh, very hard workers, and they would definitely Absolutely. try. They would work their asses off to make that happen. Now, this next tier is a little interesting. Uh, the <laughs> Best tier, tier. I wish I was on this tier. The third tier, I I trust, but I know would be annoying on purpose slash for content. Uh, and it is Coney and me. <laughs> Also, grinning like idiots, which is my favorite thing about it. Yeah. Uh, we, look like, we look like such assholes in those pictures. I love so all sick. these people, dude. I just I know. It's, we do have a good group of commentators in Ultimate. Um, we do. We do. I showed my wife that, and I was like, I'm pretty happy with this result. She's like, he called you annoying. I'm like, well, yeah, I am. At least he thinks I'd be helpful. <laughs> like, that's cool. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. You get to be on the same tier as Coney. I can't. I do. I, I can't. Yeah. Next is I trust because that's my guy, which I, is Bam. I saw Matt. the FNAF movie with Coney. <laughs> and 
Excellent. He did. I he did. I can't during the movie. He did that. <laughs> I just did it now. I just did it now. I don't even think of it. That's why he it's the best emote. He actually did that, bro. It's the best emote. Like, I love seeing movies with Cody. We're gonna go see a movie. We're gonna see the Godzilla movie. You guys are coming. I'm not right? like a Twitch chatter, so I like I kind of had to figure it out. Like after like 30 seconds after, I was like, wait, he just did that. Was he saying it? Or was he saying I can't? He said it. Yeah, he said it. He said I can't. He goes, I can't. I can't. Yeah, he did that. He did that. Oh, I I just facepalm a lot. Yeah, uh, um, I trust because that's my guys, Bam Fabs, AJ and uh, Ajax, sorry, Oops. and Koopa and Koopsma. That's a great Koopa is so and AJ. Uh, that whole tier, I trust because that's my guy, for sure. And uh, I trust enough to believe they would do well. A lot of great casters in there. I don't think we need to go through the whole tier list. I think the point is that me and Charles very high in high regard. And I also really wanted Marcus to react to that because I think he would put me and Coney in a similar type. Type tier list somehow, yeah. but either way, I thought this shit was hilarious. No, the second to last, we got Wait, the second. To last. I have like one comment. Oh, the second to last one is so on. fucking we, funny. We might have to go. We don't have to go all bro. the way toxic and go on the bottom one, but we can go to the second to the last one. I yeah, had a comment. Okay, let's oh, hear what's it. What's up? I want to defend Max. Actually, I forget what his ranking I, was. Yes, but I think oh. Max is so smart and knows so much general trivia. Agreed. Like I'm serious. Like this is something yeah. I know about him as a person. Like I'm defending him. Like, it's not just yeah. video games and shit. Like, he's just a smart guy. I could trust him with general trivia stuff. Like, for sure. Like, Max is very smart. Yes, so. I agree with that. But I also understand TK's placement. I, don't, what don't you, do you understand? It's wild card. I don't know if he's a wild. I would think he's one of the consistent picks, gen, genuinely. Me, personally, I'd have him in the top or upper tiers, for sure. Yes. Like, for sure. But yeah. I understand why someone might put him there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I guess. Humming is so Humming is so funny. <laughs> and Humming's go, what does this mean? And I responded on Twitter. I wrote, he said his piece. Like, he said what he used to say. <laughs> and TK's like, yeah, I didn't think this was confusing. I was so, this is one of my favorite things I've seen. I think it's so funny. All right, fine. Go ahead, Charles. Do the, do the Phil one on his birthday. All right. Yeah. Ha- <laughs> by the birthday. way, happy birthday, EE. Uh, happy birthday so. to EE and happy birthday to Jackal. Yeah, we have two Smash birthdays. Let's go. Jack on EE. Well, this will be up the day after, but still. Right, right. All good. So the second to last tier for the audio listeners is would betray me the second there is monetary gain. We are bringing out the vocabulary on this one. (laughs) And front and center is EE and then followed up by Hungrybox. Hbox. No, it was watching him do this. Watching him do (laughs) this. Because initially he had... Like, uh, he had EE up in the trust, and then he, like, really thought about it for a second and just started typing. I was like, you saw it live? That is so funny. You saw it live? Yeah. I didn't know this. Yeah. I caught the, I saw the tier list, so I rewound the VOD, is what happened. Oh, what the hell is going on? Um, but yeah, Jesus Christ, dude, this is so funny. And I think, like, picked such a good Hungry Box picture for if you're gonna put Hungry Box in that tier, like, what a picture, right? Like, leading forward with the The glasses, yeah, you guys know the picture. Um, and I think, like, there's a lot in commentary. I think we don't talk about commentary a lot, but we do sometimes. But a lot of people, like, the tough thing with commentary is you're under a microscope all the time, like, people might just not like you just because they don't fucking like you. Like maybe you said one thing wrong one time and they can't let go of that. Or you look like their neighbor who bullied them or some shit and they just can't disassociate. That's cool. Like not everyone's going to like you, but people make like commentary tier lists and it gets people all like twisted about their feelings and stuff, which is, I get it. Like, you know, it's all good, but I love things like this where it's clearly just content. It's just for fun. You know what I mean? Like, I think that is hilarious. 
Um, yeah. e- even though not everyone ended up in a great spot on the tier list, like it is what it is, but it's it's mostly just fun. Um, yeah, which commentary... I which I appreciate. Yeah, I'm not a fan of making commentary like competitive in a sense where it's like, oh hey, like I'm a better caster than you because X, Y, and Z or right. whatever. Like I I just feel like that's weird because at the end of the day commentary is such a subjective thing and getting hired for commentary is even more so like it is about your commentary but it's more about who you know and what tos you've networked with right because at the end of the day someone running an event is going to decide who they're going to hire for commentary so if they like working with a specific individual because of past experiences they'll probably go with that right it's not necessarily even about how good your commentary is i feel like you you have to get your commentary to a certain point and then getting it past that point, like, kind of helps, but not really, right? Like, you, you, as long as your commentary is good enough to be on the cast and be part of the event, that's the main thing. And then past that, it's the whole networking thing. So, yeah, yeah and it's, yeah, I, I'm just not a fan. I, to me, it's just, the, are, are the commentators making the broadcast, are they bringing something to the broadcast? That's, like, the bottom mm-hmm. line you have to ask, right? And I feel like some commentators don't there that's not their first priority their first priority is maybe other things that aren't bringing stuff to the broadcast and that's where i kind of like uh, i kind of get iffy you know what i mean in terms of just like yeah. the up-and-coming commentators i just want to make sure that the whenever the mantle is passed right because obviously we can't be commentating forever but whenever the mantle is passed i would mm-hmm. like the next generation of commentators to really, really give a shit about this game. That's that's really all I ask. <laughs> like, as, you said we can't do this forever. You said we can't do yeah. this forever. Phil just had another birthday, bro. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, he's got another one in him. <laughs> I got one. I got one more in me, yes, <laughs> Phil. Let's go. But yeah, I mean, I I don't know how you guys feel about commentary, but to to me, it feels that simple. Obviously, you do it a lot. Like you go and grind and go to your local, so you become good at it. But I, I think the main thing that you can't hide no matter how good you are at acting is if you love the game or not, you know? And yeah. I, I, I think that's such a big, it's big the number deal. one criteria for sure. Yeah. That, you yeah. have to have that foundation. It'll at least make someone stand out to me, even if they need to work on their craft of commentary. I think having that as your cornerstone or your foundation is, is so important. And I think, like you said, Charles, some people get into commentary. I don't want to say for the wrong reasons, uh, commentary, it's a thing where the spotlight is on you. So it's going to attract people who, like attention and like getting that feedback and all that stuff, good or bad, obviously more good than bad. Um, so that'll happen. But yeah, I agree. I mean, uh, most of the people who got into it in the beginning were just in it because they love the game and love talking about the game. I mean, the thing is you can love the game, but also need to have like a good personality. Like, I don't know. Every, you're not going to please everyone all the time. Some people I, I've seen every single caster you've ever seen. I've seen them get fucking hate. I've seen them get the meanest shit ever said about Coney, TK, uh, Phil, like all these guys who I think are brilliant and exceptional on the mic. I've seen people actually fucking hate them for no reason or not. I guess I shouldn't say no reason. Sometimes it's for no reason, but it's just, I don't know. It's, it's an interesting thing to be in the public spotlight as a commentator and see Hey, I love your casting. I love it. And then other times, go fuck yourself. I hate this guy. Like, I wish he would leave because he just brings it, makes everything worse. Like, it just ha- like you just see that shit randomly sometimes. And I'll see it about other people all the time. Like, that's so fucked up, man. Because I know these people care so much and I know how hard they work. And it's so, it's so weird, dude. It's such a weird position in life and like such a position, a weird, like not to get too like, you know, meta or whatever about it. But it's just a weird concept. Like, we're sitting there talking about Smash and people like, really like us or really hate us because of it like it's so strange like it's such a yeah. weird concept or thing to think about it's monado arts 
Yeah, I well, that's fine. You know, that's that's great. And some feedback's great like that because I'll never fuck that up again. But other feedback, I'm like, dude, I can't change the way my face. Well, I guess I could, but you know, like I can't. You know, <laughs> yeah, it is you what can. it is. I could, yeah, I could try. Um, but yeah, <laughs> anyway, sorry. We got yeah. So sorry, we got a weird tangent there. We have been casting Unite though, which has been going super well. I love Unite. Oh man. yes, let's yes. play today. I've been loving it. We did an EU Cup, Charles. The super fun fire bro it was really fun so if you guys like unite check that out uh battle hub unite they're super awesome they get me and charles on there and casting and we we just do it because we love it and it's super fun speaking of love of the game that's why we do it so yeah anyway i'm excited sorry i got on a tangent there uh watch the throne very very fucking excited to see both of you i wish marcus was going i wish chris was going uh you know make it this time but i'm happy to see everyone there I'm happy to see the competition charles what are you most excited for Hmm. There's a lot of well, bracket wise, I'm most excited to see how Bloom does. Uh, again, I'm a big Bayo fan. Been spamming about Bayo. Talked about Lima today. Talked about Bloom today. Uh, in terms of the bracket, I want to see how Lima fares. Uh, I know Lima hasn't had, or not Lima. Um, Bloom. I know Bloom hasn't been getting the same results that he was getting, like more towards the first half of the year at this tail end of the year, right? So they're, you know, his results are dropping off a little bit compared to that. But I still think Bloom can do very well at this event, and I just want to see Bayonetta play against all these different matchups. So really excited for that in the bracket. And then in terms of content, I'm really excited for the Lights Out Tweak Talks podcast. So we are planning to do that at the end of day one, and it'll oh, be the God. first time. Oh yeah. We've ever done a combination oh, podcast, so well, that, that one's gonna be hype. Why? Well, I, I, well, I Gavin know you guys and I were on. Yeah, yeah, kind of. You've been on. Hold on a second. Hold it's like it, all, all at one time. In person, right? in person. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I and agree. like in person. Cosmos isn't gonna be there. Right. So it'll be six. Right. Six people. So. And Marcus. Oh wait, no, two. No, five. I'm, five. I'm yeah. Horrible. Yeah. Us three. Us three, and then uh, it'll be Phil. Fun. Phil in Paris, yeah, and we'll have it'll a bunch of people be. come up and do whatever. So yeah. it'll be, yeah, that's a good call, man. Remember I wanted to do we, a crew. I wanted to do a crew battle. Tweak talks versus lights. Remember at Summit in the ball pit. The ball pit. <laughs> Light and I were just like talking about Steve, and like we just didn't know just anything. Like, oh <laughs> yeah, that was fun. That was really fun. Yeah, it was. That was, that was actually amazing. Mikey from Summit pitched that to me. He's like, well, let's do Tweet Talks. What do you think about doing it in a ball pit? I was like, I don't know why I'd say no to this, but I don't know why I'd say yes to yeah. this either. But yeah, let's do Mikey it. Mikey is like cool. amazing. Mikey yeah, I awesome. love that guy so much. Smash Camp, man. I wish we had something like that for Ultimate. That sounds so cool. Um, oh, I, I wanted to thank B for all the help she's done with the event as well. Amazing art. Let's yeah, go. That's she's doing, the, she's doing the poster coming up too. Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah, he, she might be done right now or close to it. Um, nice, thanks. nice uh it shows me please support the merch if you can i appreciate that yeah and um also just i think that's where we're gonna wrap it up i really appreciate everyone watching the show uh we're all excited for this weekend lots of good smash bros lately and upcoming and um yeah thanks for watching and have a good day